Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Go ahead and get this turned down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into uh, edition of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. So, episode 41, uh, launching from the corner trade point line. Um, so, uh, a lot been going on. Um, doing two episodes in one week, which is a little bit crazy, but uh, it needs to be done. Uh, a lot has been going on in the news since I posted an uh, episode of uh, Sean Kemp, episode 40. E4O, no be legit. Um, yeah, so first thing we're gonna put up on that summer jam screen is uh, news broke today, which is what Wednesday. Um, that in the Freddie Gray trial, the three remaining uh, cops uh, charges were dropped, you know, so Freddie Gray's death was ruled a homicide, but nobody was convicted. Um, prosecution, um, just basically said you know uh just due to how the judge ruled in the last trials um in those other cases they felt that it was going to be the same outcome with this uh bench trial also um so <clears throat> yeah the judge um what was his name barry williams i believe um hey he you know there wasn't substantial evidence as to why uh for him to believe that you know um that freddie didn't break his own neck and you know severed his own spine which caused his death uh which is very fucked up um you know folks uh really thought that uh you know mosby Marilyn mosby was gonna you know really uh do her thing the state attorney in baltimore um but you know what she she's quoted as saying you know the case showed an inherent bias that is a direct result of when police police themselves so you look at this situation and what's the key here um it's police policing themselves you know we really do need independent investigators you know to look into these cases of police brutality and present you know the county or the state with the evidence and the findings you know and you know of their findings when they read you know when they're investigating these cases and you know make the findings public you know that's what really needs to happen uh you know every time somebody is killed in, in police uh custody you know no matter the color uh, even though black folks are being killed you know at a higher rate than other um you know um, ethnicities or i mean races i'm sorry than other races it, no matter what no matter the color they always have to get their story together you know um it's always you know they won't release a statement until you know a week later a couple weeks later some shit like that if the pressure's on it might be three four days you know and then it's just the police investigating themselves so a lot of times you know and then in some of these cities you have prosecutors um who are working with the police you know and working with these police unions 
and you know undercharging them or overcharging the uh, officers just so they will get off if it's a jury trial you know um so it's it's a very corrupt system going on and uh you know the key to this is what black folks need to do is to start lobbying for an independent you know investigation team you know a branch of the county or state government it could be at a state level but i feel it should be at a federal level of you know just a branch of someone who investigates you know um these police activities you know um and i use police activities uh in quotations and i use it very loosely but all these killings it it, it doesn't make any fucking sense so we really do need an independent auditor and an independent investigation team to look into this so what's even crazier was a something called rt america um there's this news site supposed to be unbiased um they tweeted out about how the city council approved uh 26 million dollars going to baltimore police so the baltimore city council just approved a bonus to the baltimore police for 26 million dollars they found it in their budget so um that's that's just you know that's just the fucking uh tampon on top of the shit sunday right now for black folks in baltimore which is very very fucked up but then you have to look at you know what happened during the freddie gray uh when the news initially broke you had folks out here burning down the cvs you had folks out here protesting breaking the curfew things of that sorts and then you had uh the michael jackson impersonator out there dancing and who hiding and you know moonwalking on top of a u-haul and you know what it a year later back in june the city council introduced the ordinance you know to give the baltimore police that 26 million dollars and there's a public hearing just earlier this month in july and it's going to be pushed through on the 8th of august you know so now the police will get millions to combat the uprising of black folks you know wanting their constitution right you know fighting for their constitutional rights and you can look this up on baltimore.legister.com uh the file number is 16-0678 so i mean niggas moonwalking you know on the top of the u-haul truck for freddie gray that didn't work you know somehow the city council found 26 million dollars in their budget to give to the police you know so the key here is you know money in politics you know put that money and start buying off these politicians politicians and these judges i've been saying it over and over again dr claude anderson has been saying it for years he gave us the blueprint but we don't want to act on it we want to be out here dancing in the middle of the street acting a fucking fool you know what i'm saying signs it ain't working hashtags it ain't working you know dancing in the middle of the street moonwalking in the middle of monroe street so they don't really care about us that show ain't working it didn't work so you know people out here hooting and hollering and you know it's just a challenge like what do you do after the rally you know you you, i see folks putting their money in black owned banks which is amazing it's 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 a great step But with this movement that we have now, this quote unquote second civil rights movement, there's no leaders there. And be careful who, you know, the media and these these white folks tell you, you know, who's the leader. And when I say white folks, I'm talking about like mainstream media and things of that sort. And I'll get on mainstream media in a minute. But who's who's telling you who's the leader of Black Lives Matter and all this other stuff. And and 
with the narrative being that Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group with a couple of cops killings that happened in Dallas and Baton Rouge. Black Lives Matter is basically going to be a cold word for black people. That's what's going to happen. You know, people are going to if this is if this movement is deemed a terrorist movement, there's going to be numerous calls. Your, your skin is already a crime if you're black. You know, you're already being judged. But now they're going to have something to back that up. Oh, I think this guy's part of Black Lives Matter. He's out here starting trouble. I think he could be armed. You know, there's going to be anonymous phone calls like that. Um, you know, so black folks really have to be careful right now because this, this narrative is being sent out. But like I say, you have to be careful with who they tell you who's their leaders. And what I'm saying is somebody, these people aren't your leaders if all they do is tweet out shocking pictures and links all day and maybe do a couple of interviews and then they're on the cover of these magazines all glammed up and they don't have the, the people's interests at heart. You know, no none of these quote unquote leaders are sitting down and speaking with the president, speaking with senators speaking with mayors and doing all this other stuff they they're out here getting in front of a camera being arrested and things like that and uh being live on periscope or being or or being on vine showing six second videos of them out in the action you know but nobody is actually sitting down with these politicians and trying to initiate change nobody is talking about economic development none of these quote-unquote leaders are talking about that and, it, and you really have to be careful when you talk about these leaders. I mean, there's social media, you know, activists, you know, hey, do your thing. Keep tweeting up a storm. Do your thing with your 200,000 tweets, you know, getting off, you know, 60, 70 tweets, excuse me, in a row. You know, do your thing. Keep tweeting out them links and them hashtags. But that is it's not really doing shit. It's not doing shit at all. You know, this energy, there's a lot of, you know, positive energy out there, but it's it's misdirected. Folks out here, you know, in the streets with boom boxes at these protests, dancing and uh, singing. And I remember back in Ferguson, you know, rest in peace to Mike Brown. Um, you know, folks were talking about uh, we're going to break the curfew. The police think it's a game. So we going out. We out here playing games in the middle of the street. Niggas was out there. Niggas was out there double dutching and playing hopscotch. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, playing Foursquare and having music playing because they don't know what the fuck to do. You know what I'm saying? Our parents failed us as far as, you know, moving the civil rights movement forward of what our grandparents did. Well, some of our grandparents did. Um, and, you know, our parents really didn't. They just was like, oh, it's all good now. You know what I'm saying? And when, you know, Clinton invoked at those three strike laws and, you know, uh, just basically led hundreds of thousands of uh, black men and women to prison for slavery, you know, as the new slavery, Jim Crow, Jim Crow 2.0 or the new Jim Crow, as Michelle Alexander would say, you know, we were just fine with that because Bill, our, I said I wasn't, I was a child, but, you know, our parents were fine with that. You know, um, they were just, they were just cool working and trying to do the best and it 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 stopped it turned from a we to a me mentality let me take care of me and mine you know let me take care of me and my little ones let me just take care of my family nucleus instead of uh you know being a community so and that's that's the problem you know and then us this generation you know the young folks we have this warped view of 
you know the civil rights movement you know it just worked because people were out here with uh placards on their body and signs and chanting you know and getting on tv uh, that that what that wasn't it you had leaders of the movement you know um dr king and the um um and his group um i can't think of the name the s the southern conference christians leaderships uh committee or whatever you know they were always in uh, lbj's ear you know they were always harassing him and every protest that they did was calculated so it could be on tv so it could make the administration look bad the current administration that was in the white house look bad and it's like you know we're gonna keep doing this you know you talking about you was gonna do this that and the third for the the so-called negro uh, so-called african-american and you're not doing it we out here being hosed in the middle of the streets uh, dr king was smart about it then you know they broke down each law these uh fucked up voter acts you know uh the poll taxes and things like that and that's what that's what worked and also the boycott you know um boycotting the bus system that worked because that hurt millions of dollars was lost you know folks were losing their job you know the city pretty much collapsed was about to collapse because of the revenue from the from the bus system it wasn't there you know because mainly black folks was riding the bus so that's what worked but we have this warped view of you know just making noise and gimme 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 you know feel my pain and all this other nonsense and it's, it's not working we really have to buck up get our money game right and get our political game right that's the only way we're going to change this i mean that's the only way that power is going to you know respect power respects power it really does that's just what it boils down to you can't be out here you know catching hell you know black folks getting killed oh somebody's just going to tweet about it make it a hashtag and that's it some people some celebrities might say something might not and they're going to be mad for a week and then something else is going to happen you know and then it's going to take focus off of that some major event is going to happen you know to keep everybody up off that and you know we really have to get our money game in order that's that's that that's that first step getting that money game in order getting your political game in order and knowing how to vote you know we really do need to create our own political party i know right now folks are going crazy for you know barack obama um uh, president obama excuse me for the disrespect uh president barack obama you know giving his speech at the dnc uh co-signing uh, this villain hillary clinton and you know a lot of this shit happened under him and you can't forget what he said about the people of baltimore the kids in baltimore you know calling them thugs and all this other bullshit like that using that code that nigger code word um so that hurt coming from president barack obama you know it's some shit i don't for i don't forget i don't forget nothing um but yeah you know it is what it is like i said before so i just i just want people to look up you know um the file number you know for that uh 20 26 million let's say 16 million 26 million dollars like i said the file number is 16-0678 and that's at com. so make sure you check that out and read through it and you know what you know the thing the thing about protests and rallies you know folks you know they feel good afterwards they feel like they done something you know they let all that frustrating energy out but then it's you know then it's back to going back to the nine to five you know doing your own thing which there's no problem doing your own thing 
but what steps are you taking so this won't happen again that's what you really have to think about and that's and then once you think about it that's when you really need to come up with a plan and execute it you know and that plan should be something with economic development and political development because we really need to get our political game on point and then moving on uh still on the summer jam screen uh gotta put your man bill i'll beat the shit out of my ex-wife in front of my daughter while i force my producer to have phone sex with me o'reilly is back with the shits he's back with he's back you know just with the shits after um first lady uh michelle obama spoke about you know waking up in the house you know the slaves built you know this motherfucker had the audacity to speak on how the slaves were well fed and had uh decent sleeping quarters now you know this this is one of those things where so many celebrities right now are trying to def- uh, not defend but we're trying to defend black folks to this man and you know good and damn well that he knows that he knows that slavery is brutal but he's pushing that narrative to his audience you know that slavery wasn't so bad for one and two uh white folks saved black folks out of the savagery of africa that's that's the narrative and then also three it's about uh black folks it it wasn't that bad for black folks now you know good and damn well white folks wouldn't deal with slavery at all uh deal with the the chattel slavery that basically that we were you know that black folks were you know property you know that that form of slavery where you're actually fucking property and um like i said you know damn well white folks wouldn't wouldn't ever put up with that form of slavery or any form of slavery like that that lasted hundreds of years you know because if you look at it now if you can compare it to now loose comparison but you know if you got a white friend and y'all go somewhere and uh they they make a fuss over something that you'll deal with you know like um say like you go into the movies and then you know they all like, oh well let me check your ticket and da 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 and then they make a fuss about you no no you're not seeing my ticket da, 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 da. i know where my seats is blah blah blah, blah and all this other stuff and you're just like it ain't no big deal no it is a fucking big deal you know and they go off on shit like that so you know good and damn well that they wouldn't put up with slavery i mean it's a loose comparison but whatever but going back to that savage narrative you know right now it morphed into the super nigga theory you know we're going back to you know mike brown oh he was running through the bullets and coming to whoop my ass or coming to kill me so i had to you know shoot him in the head you know with the kill shot um you know with trayvon martin you know here's a here's a team whooping on a grown-ass man and he had to kill him you know and just just weirdo shit like that like black folks don't feel any pain and all this so that narrative is still being going on and uh you know back in slavery they had that same theory when uh, i forgot the guy's name but he's the father of uh gynecology because he was you know doing all these horrible experiments you know on uh uh, uh, women's uh, vaginas were slaves you know black slaves he was doing all these crazy just crazy experiments while they were you know no anesthesia no nothing didn't knock them out just was just working on them while they're alive doing all kind of weird shit and he's the father of gynecology so if you go to the gynecologist ladies thank that man and thank this the, the hundreds of slaves that he basically worked on to help your vagina but but this narrative is being played out it's being played out over and over 
and it's basically i feel like it's trying to whitewash our pain so the solution to this is we need more podcasts like mine's and others uh we need more um websites like melanoid nation like uh the atlanta black star um just we need more black media is what i'm trying to say i know you know a lot of us ain't making too much bread off of it now but we can pretty much get these networks popping and things of that sorts so we really need to just just keep it up um just keep fighting that good fight and just keep telling our stories and keep telling the truth we can't let our history be whitewashed and we can't let people you know downplay our pain all right, so moving on to selling hope like dope. Uh, there's a, there's been a, uh, I wouldn't say a phenomenon, but uh, there's been a, a wide array of cases going on around the country where uh, cops are catching hell uh, when they sitting their asses down to eat. And the Noodles and Company has been with the shits. So give me just a second, because I say they're selling hope like dope, because they're talking about they're being discriminated against and all this other stuff because of what's happening and what's going on. But in um, Alexandria, Virginia, a cop, uh, she was in line at Noodles and Company, and uh, one of the cooks came out and said that uh, you better pull me off the line because I'm not serving that. And she was talking about the officer and the cashier and the cook started laughing and the officer left so let me go ahead and uh play the audio from the uh fox five give me just a second here new tonight a worker at a restaurant in alexandria is accused of refusing service to a uniformed police officer fox has paul wagner is live with what police are saying about the business and uh and what the business is saying about the incident paul this is outrageous and people are responding on social media they are just furious about this what is going on well, Lawrence here, all you have to do is get onto an internet search engine, type in police officer refused service, and you're going to find dozens of stories of this happening all across the United States. And now it happened here in Alexandria, Virginia, at this Noodles and Company right here on Duke Street. Now, according to the police, this is what happened. Just after 6.30 last night, a female officer in full uniform walked in here, wanted to get service. She was waiting in line when suddenly the cook came from out of the kitchen, walked up to the cashier and said something to the effect of, you're going to have to take me off the line because I'm not serving that. The cashier and the cook then exchanged a few more words, and then the officer decided to de-escalate the situation and just walk out. She then called her supervisor. We talked to the police chief about this today. Here's what he had to say. Well, your first response uh, as a police officer is anger. Um, There's a very difficult times right now in our relations with everyone. Uh, And to have one of my officers treated in that manner unnecessarily Uh, Your first response is anger. Uh, Then you calm down a bit and say, as usual, let's find out what happened. Uh, And as we've talked now to our officer and talking to the store management, uh, it seemed to have happened as my officer stated. Now, the chief was upset enough to come over and visit the Noodles and Company himself. That's the chief walking into this establishment earlier today. A partial statement from Noodles and Company said, we are working with the appropriate authorities and local police association representatives to get to the bottom of and resolve this matter as quickly as possible. We have made efforts 
to reach out to the police officer involved but have not yet spoken with her. We will continue to look into the situation and will take the appropriate actions at the conclusion of this review. We also spoke with the police union representative. Here's what he had to say. It appears that there may be just a couple of bad seeds and, a, and the uh, noodles and company business will be handling that. And noodles and company has agreed to post uh, signs on their door uh, that they support Blue Lives. Um, they've been uh, very cooperative with us in this matter and we hope they continue the cooperation with it and we hope that the, the uh, business itself is not judged by the actions of a few uh, couple of individuals. Now, Noodles & Company did put out a full statement. Here is the rest of it. Noodles & Company expects the highest ethical and personal behavior from its team members. We value each of our guests, and we are committed to treating everyone with dignity and respect. We do not tolerate any form of discrimination. So at this point, we are not clear as to exactly what Noodles & Company has done with either this cook and or the cashier at this point that is still to come uh, one other point we're hearing about these stories more and more now including a story from columbus ohio uh, just last week in which an officer went into an establishment and when he bit into a sandwich he found glass inside that sandwich and was injured and had to go to the hospital live in alexandria paul wagner fox five local news just awful yeah hey paul by chance did talking with the chief are they doing anything to sort of like reach out to the community you know i know a lot of other communities around here are but perhaps what they're doing in the city of alexandria uh, to try and improve those relations well the relations here between the police and the community has always been very very good uh the chief did say though that they are having challenging times and with a a, a whole variety of a cross-section of many parts of this community so um as you can see and as you know and as we've reported many times that the police feel as if they are targets now that just by wearing the badge they've become a target it doesn't matter who they are as people it doesn't matter what the color of their skin is if they're wearing a badge and blue they're a target and they're seeing it and it's uh, becoming a problem not just here as you said but across the country obviously a lot of work needs right. to be done to try to mend those fences mm -hmm. All right, so there you have it. Uh, Noodles and Company with their trash-ass food is with the shits. Um, yeah, but it's kind of funny that the uh, police union, uh, when the guy was speaking, he was talking about um, now that Noodles and Company will support Blue Lives and all this other shit. Then the news reporter at the end was talking about no matter the skin color, if they have on a badge in blue, you know, they're getting discriminated against and all this other shit. And... and it's like oh now you know how black folks feel when you guys come around harassing us just because of how we look you know it's I, I do not feel any sorrow i do not feel sorry for any of these cops out here or these race soldiers posing as cops i can't tell them apart but um yeah i do i do not feel sorry for you guys catching a little mischief uh you know when you're going to get some nasty ass soup from noodles and company um it should be a crime for you to even be in noodles and company it's just a trash ass spot and it's yeah but hey don't fuck around with the fuck arounds that's pretty much all i gotta say like that but cops are selling hope like dope you know um you got this with that the, that narrative is going to change to what that guy just said the reporter said at the end you know um it doesn't matter skin color it's just the blue uniform and the badge blah 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 we're catch they're gonna be catching hell so 
that just fits into you know that blue lives matter bill that was passed down in i believe louisiana you know making it a hate crime um to uh you know do something to a cop and uh hate crime it should be you know something that you can't really change not a profession you know something like your skin color or sexuality or disability something like that that's listed under hate crimes but in louisiana now it includes a profession so yeah these cops are just out here selling hope like dope with that shit like that all right so moving on to not all heroes wear capes uh we have to put my man nelly up there um ri double just certified country grammar as diamond 10 million records sold uh it was a fire ass lead single country grammar um and uh yeah you know so congratulations to nelly uh i bumped the album you know all day on my route today pretty much just played ei and uh you know country grammar the title track um the rest of the songs were cool um but yeah it it, is dope for hip-hop and it's very dope for him to see that album you know go uh sell 10 million copies uh 10 times platinum get you some diamond and uh yeah just shout out to nelly shout out to him for putting on for st louis and the midwest and that's pretty much all i got to say about that you know um so if you guys are listening make sure you uh you know bump that country grammar album one time for him get him put some more money in his pocket because these these songs he's doing with country folks it, it ain't working I, he might be getting some some money off of that could be from you know the the uh um accidental racist crowd you know what i'm saying forgive my gold chains and i'll forgive the slave chains you know what i'm saying but anyway moving on to hold this l we gotta put um jose i feel like pablo when i'm going eight miles per hour iglesias 43 year old uh led police on a 45 minute chase uh through the metro about a six mile stretch from uh 13th street up to about 36th and l or from 36th and l to 13th street uh you know carjacking suspect but uh the funny thing about it is they laid out the spike strips and it only got like uh uh the front uh passenger side and the back passenger side tire so my man was really going like eight miles per hour and there's some funny ass pictures that the uh, world herald posted and it's one of him in this white pickup truck that he stole and he's like uh like got his fist out at the uh fucking chopper so my man really got to hold this L. Maybe he was scared for his life, scared he was going to get shot or something like that. But it was just fucking funny. Even looking at the video, seeing him drive so slow, it was like watching the OJ, you know, chase when they were going the speed limit, going below the speed limit uh, in the white Bronco. But my man took it a, a step further. So, uh, Jose, you know, hopefully you don't die in jail. Uh, but, yeah, you got to hold this L, fam. All right, so moving on to the last segment of the show, health over wealth. You know, without your health, you can't enjoy your wealth. And fitting into the theme of today's show, getting your economic game on point. uh, This uh, quote comes from the Ashanti. It says, money is sharper than the sword. So keep that in mind. So get your economic game in point. Learn the political game and keep thriving. Keep fighting a good fight and stop being so fucking goofy. All right, much love and respect, one.